Welcome everyone to the Off Kilter Podcast. I'm your host Shorty, alongside your co-host Ed and Richie. Just some good old boys having a good old time, so sit down and have some fun with us. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children around the world, welcome to the 10th episode of the Off-Kilter Podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Ed, Richie, how are you? I'm hanging in there like a stink on a skunk. I'm hanging in like a hair in a biscuit. Well, I feel like I haven't seen y'all since last year. I know. I know it's, man. Man, it's, <laughs> seems that way. It's been a year, I think. I know, man. Yeah. Lord, it's amazing how time So is there goes. any uh, New Year's resolutions y'all want to talk about? I'm still going to be the same idiot I was last year. I don't I think it's going to change. I ain't changing nothing. My, my New Year's resolution is it seems a little, well, it just looks to make more money. Make more money. Make, make more, more money. money. That's all, that's all it's about. Make more money. Hey, we forgot something. What did we forget? What's that? The dad joke. The dad joke? Oh, well, let, let's see. Who's got the dad joke? You got the dad joke? I don't have it this time. Who's got the dad jokes? Yeah, somebody did. I, I sent y'all a message earlier. Somebody was supposed to have the dad jokes, and it wasn't me. Well, I thought you said you had it a while ago. <laughs> no, I said I, said I said I would. I said I would jokes. if nobody else had it. Well, shit. <clears throat> well, what are we, we going to do? I guess we ain't going to have a dad joke. We're going to bring in somebody, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe so. All right, Ed, bring him in, sir. All right, so today I want everybody to come in and welcome uh, our friend uh, Marcus Bradford from um, You Got the Look Auto Detailing, and uh, come on in. Welcome, welcome, sir. How are you today? I'm good. How y'all doing today, man? We're hanging in there. Here, that. Like mm-hmm. a hair in a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> or stink right. on a skunk, however you want to put it. That's right. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Marcus. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, I'm originally from Coleman, Alabama, Colony. Um, I've been into cleaning up, detailing ever since I was about 14. I worked at a 292 truck wash doing it. Uh, so um, now I live in Hayden. We out. Um, we got two shops. We got a shop in Hayden, Alabama. We also got one in Dodge City by SNS Foods. We do ceramic. And uh, the ceramic we do is we are the only certified installer in the state of Alabama for system mix that put the ceramic coatings on. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. I heard that was some badass and, stuff. And you do yeah. everything, too. You do from big trucks yeah. to boats mm-hmm. to RVs. It doesn't matter. You do any motorcycles. of that. We do a lot of motorcycles. <clears throat> and I see more and more people doing their tractors. The, the John Deere... <clears throat> They fade, the green fade, the um, Kubotas, the orange, it's fading a lot. Right. So I'm, we're doing more and more form equipment and stuff like that, and tractors and um, right. even um, off-road equipment like uh, track hose and mini X's and stuff of that nature. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's what you got to do to be able to stay in business. You yeah. got to be versatile. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 well, y'all, I actually uh, – uh, mobile too, right? Yes, I mean, sir, we, we go mobile. to wherever. We go to mobile, and even if you got like a tractor or RV or a big boat that you can't move around, we'll go there. We got a our mobile unit. We go and clean it up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What yeah, is something? I know. I know they did. Y'all did a good job on my drag truck. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Man, that thing was slick. I'm boy, telling slick. you, it still is, dude. Uh-huh. It's it's still up there. Like, would I you say slicker than owl shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, you was. could just sit there and you just 
rub the rubber off the side just, of it. It was crazy. It was crazy. It like you, you know, normally it'll stick on there real bad. You just what does something like that run? What's price point on something like that? All right, so uh, we got different uh, packages. Packages. Yeah. So we got like a start off. We got a glass package that's a two to three year. It lasts for two to three years. That's like an $85 package to have it put on. We got uh, aluminum for stainless steel. We got ceramic for that. And that's awesome. I mean, you could uh, throw aluminum brightening on a chrome after we put it on, and it, it don't change the color or direct, you know. So it's really good. And we also got uh, fabric. Uh, so a lot of times... You buy a truck or a car, it's got fabric, you got kids, softball and stuff. So a lot of that dirt and dust gets into the material of the seats and, and stuff and the carpet. So we also got a ceramic that we spray on that repels it like uh, you could pour water or coke or whatever, tea in the seat, so the floor, and you could wipe it up and it still be dry. Mm. And wow. that's, that's pretty good. It's crazy. So then the next step we got is a... Uh, our package as far as we got a one-year ceramic coating. We got a three- to five-year ceramic coating. We got a six-year ceramic coating. We God got man. a, yeah, we got a eight-year, and we got a lifetime ceramic coating. So Lifetime? Ooh, yeah. That's like a 10-year yeah. coating. What'd you get, Ed? Did you get the lifetime? Uh, Well, he's done a couple of my mm-hmm. vehicles. Like I uh, think we only did like the year, but yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like, we didn't do the... <clears throat> The big, the big ones are like what he's talking about. Something like you get a, I think like a really brand new truck, yeah. and you may do a little off roading or something, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's really, really kind of for the seriousness of like hunters and stuff. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, you'd know more well, than. Well, you got you take the one year. <clears throat> if you look at our Facebook page, you got to look auto detailing at Christmas time. I set a hood on fire, and I let, I set it on fire several times to let it burn, and that was just the one year ceramic coating that was doing that, and you could touch it. It was cool. I set the other side of the hood on fire, and you seen smoke, and it did damage to the clear coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one year is really good for uh, protection, like to keep it clean, bugs, pollen, dirt, acid rain, and stuff like that. And uh, and it's really good for that. Um, then you got the second one. That's a crystal, and you got the second one, which is a, uh, uh, a pro. That pro is really good for, uh, like y'all kind of do off-road, you know, uh, mm-hmm. getting something that's going to stick to it, paint, stuff of that nature. Uh, that works really good. Then you got the diamond. The diamond, uh, so the diamond is really good for, like, looks. Uh, a lot of people do that, a lot of high-end class cars with that. You got uh, protection, and you're going to have, it's going to be mirror shining, so it's got mm-hmm. the, and then the, the latest thing they come out with is called the Max. So right. the Max is for those, uh, what's those Jeeps they come out with? Uh, like Renegade Jeeps. Jeeps. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So that that works pretty good. Uh, today in the shop was a guy that hit a left the road and hit a, a Criso fence post. Mm. And, I mean, it put that Criso all down the side of that uh, Tahoe. He brought it to me, and I went in there and wiped, got some... Uh, Warm water, soapy water, and went down through there and was wiping it off. And he was like, what? Now, he had a few dents. I couldn't do nothing with the dents. Mm. But as far as removing the paint, it didn't hurt the paint. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. That is. That's good stuff. So, I mean, like just the fact that you were younger, you got into details, is that what you knew that you wanted to do or was it like that just come to you? Well, I start. <clears throat> I didn't. I, I was a pretty good football player for Hansful and a lot of them was talking to me about playing pro football and stuff. And I was like, no, I want to work, you know, so. At that time, I was working at a 292 truck wash, and uh, I worked there for till I was like 18, worked at the grocery store, kind of. Um, when I finished school, I went to work for Action Resource, mm-hmm. and they were just starting starting <clears throat> up, and I had to service the guys' vehicles at, a, at the 291 truck wash when I was there. I had to service his vehicles, and... He'd tell me every day, one day I'm going to open up a shop. And I'm like, well, man, I said, when you open that shop up, better hire me. And I was just <laughs> finishing up high school, and he hired me to come in and uh, change the oil and, and work on He only had about four trucks to keep them going. And um, I finished school and stuff. He said, you want to go to college? I said, well. He said, he said, we'll take care of you, you know. So he learned me how to run equipment, drive trucks, and so it ain't too much kind of equipment I can't run, drive trucks. Uh-huh. and So I've been blessed over the years, but detailing was one of the things that I enjoyed on my off time. I uh-huh. had a passion for it, and I did it when I wasn't doing nothing else. So right. it took a lot of time, a lot of trials and errors, but, you know. Yeah, that's it's kind of the way we are with drag racing. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, like, really – we're really passionate about that, and and uh, we just love it. You know, uh, of course, we don't really make no money – at drag racing other than gambling, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, it isn't a business per se, but yeah. we do. That is one of our passions. So. And over the years, I was buffing. <clears throat> I had a bunch of friends that hunted and stuff, and every year after hunting season, they'll come by, and I buff the scratches out of the vehicles and stuff. And I said, man, I want to learn how to do something that I'm not taking away from the paint, but putting on the paint, you know. So um, – Back then, I guess it was F11 and different other people that was coming out with chemicals. And mm-hmm. um, I found a friend I had in uh, up north. He, I worked with him a few times, and he, was, he had a lot of car shows, and he's showing me pictures, and he was like, hey, man, you need to get with this company, System X. I mean, they're expensive, but it's worth going to school for. So he got it set up. I went to school for a year and a half with uh, System X to learn everything about their product and stuff. And. I worked for them for about five years. Um, then they was able to make me a distributor and an installer. Mm-hmm. And so then I got my license to be able to sell a product, put it on, and stuff of that nature. And at that point in time, had nobody really heard about ceramic coating here in Alabama, as far yeah. as I know of, in the detailing world. It was different waxes and different things. This wax better, this wax better, but nothing of uh, ceramic coating, so... I was learning something that nobody knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so still today I'm trying to sell something that a lot of people ain't familiar with. Yeah. But you take uh, boats, uh, anything with heavy oxidation, and remove that oxidation and put it on there. Wax is a uh, wax good for three to four months. It sits on top of the paint. This stuff don't it goes into the into the paint. So it makes a world of difference. And and being the only distributor here in Alabama, I don't have a lot of competition. Right. So the my uh distributor think I'm crazy because of my prices is so low because it's people out there making a lot more. Mm-hmm. But uh a lot of my work 
my prep time, I really give it away just for people to know how good the chemical is. So if you got a, uh, say the one year is, is a 250. <clears throat> so to put that one year on, we got to buff it. Clay, we'll, we'll wash it, clay bar it, and then we'll buff it. And then once we do that, we'll um, apply the one year. So that's a good bit of work just to put that one year on. Mm-hmm. And then some, somebody said, well, we want a, um, um, a three to five year ceramic coat. And that's the crystal. Uh, <clears throat> it requires the same amount of work, but then you have to apply it on a little different, take a little bit more time. So usually that uh, crystal, that three to five year, usually that's a $3,000 coating. If you call System X, if you uh, call outside Alabama and talk to a, another distributor, it's usually around 3000 I do that same coating for $450. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, so for 450 you could get that coating put on a car or truck, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next step is uh, it's the pro. And it's a little bit thicker. It's a six-year coating. So all these coatings that I'm talking about come with a Carfax. So once we do it, we take your VIN number and we uh, put it on Carfax. So my incident uh, about two months ago, UPS hit my truck and they messed up my fender, which I turned it into the insurance company and they wrote me a check for $1,800 just to replace that. Uh, ceramic coating because mm-hmm. see when they pull it up it's on Carfax so they see everything that mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, and a lot of times the insurance companies will call me and say hey can you um, can you replace this ceramic coating uh, without us taking it out of state and I said yeah so huge yeah bring it on <laughs> well <laughs> a lot of times they just want me to do like a fender okay so if, say you had a five year coating and this is your fourth year. You only got one more year left. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just tell them, hey, you know, you need to pay them for the for the full ceramic coating. And a lot of people that take that, and they'll get twenty five hundred dollars, and they'll go and get their motorcycle done. They'll get their boat done because now they're spreading that same protection. They're spreading it, mm-hmm. and uh, multiple different yeah places. Yeah. yeah, so it really helps us out as well, and. Um, I hadn't, I've hadn't had any trouble with the company. Um, it's just a unique product, and more and more people, I got a lot of friends that's in the detailing world that's actually trying to go to that product because it's a one-stage coat, and it's not two or three stages. And um, System makes like the way we do it, so they've been keeping us as the number one distributor here in Alabama. Right. Okay. That's good, man. Well, I can tell you this: the uh, uh, when you go buy a vehicle that comes with ceramic coating, they charge you four thousand dollars for that ceramic coating. Yeah. And the thing about yeah. that is, is I deal with uh, different car lots and stuff. So what they put on no, ain't a true ceramic coating, and right. they'll tell you. And yeah, they'll tell you it is, yeah. but it's not. No. But char- but they'll put it on that price sticker four thousand dollars. <laughs> I made them take it off of mine. They was like, they was like, oh no, we got it on your truck. I said, look, let me tell you something. Yeah. I know a guy mm-hmm. <laughs> who I can take it to, and it ain't going to cost me $4,000. Right, so I'm going to tell you, you're going to take that $4,000 off that truck, yep. or I'm not buying it. And they took it off, you know. And then I was like, okay, when I get ready, I can take it to Marcus, and I know it'll be all right. Yeah, that's why I just buy from Carvana. You don't have to put up with any of the bullshit. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. Carvana's just cut and dry. I've, yeah. I've heard about Carvana. Is that 
They shipped the car to yeah, you? Yeah. I, yeah. I, let let me tell you, you a little bit about it. I've only bought one car, and I will never buy another way as long as I live. As long as Carvana keeps doing it like that, I'll never buy another way. I, I went um, I went to my bank. I had a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, uh, I want to buy this car. And I showed, them, people. showed it to them on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I totaled out my other car, so they gave me a big Rich check for it. Problems, Rich folks' problems. Rich folks' problems. Yeah, you know, blinging. Woo! Anyway, so... I went to my I went to my bank and I, it took about an hour to work out the details yeah. of the bank and then I ordered the car on my phone in thirty minutes and it was mine. Wow. Then you get once they deliver the car to your house, you get thirty five minutes to test drive it, all you want to test drive it, and after that you get another seven days where you can just trade it in if you don't like it. Wow. And there's only there's only like there's no warranty and then there's a minimum warranty and then there's a premium warranty and that's your only options to buy the car. Bad. They don't try to sell you brake fluid insurance. They don't try to sell you yeah. windshield wiper warranties. They don't try to sell you none of that bullshit. Yeah, it's all just cut and dry. I'll never go to another dealership. Okay. Never. Yeah, because yeah, you you don't you know what you're getting. You know what you're paying for. Carolina really was smart about <laughs> yeah. that on what and, they're doing. And the last time I went to a dealership, no lie, I was there. I was the first guy in the dealership. I got there as soon as they opened, and I was the last one to leave before I ever got my car. So mm-hmm. I'll explain it to you. Like you, And I know you know you bought vehicles and stuff. So you, what you do is you go in here, mm-hmm. and then they tell you, okay, so if you put 10000 down, it is, let's just say, 700 a month yeah. for, for 48 months or 500 a month for 60 months, you know, so on yeah. and so forth. They bring it down. They're not telling you your interest rate. They don't want to do that no more. They don't want to tell you what your interest rate is. So this is why I tell people, do not buy from car lots and dealers and stuff if they're going to do that. See, when I bought my truck, they tried to pull that crap on me. And I was like, look, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't let me know what my interest rate is, I'm going to walk out this door. Mm-hmm. So this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to do. This is the interest rate I want to be. I'm going to put 10, 10K down or whatever, and then that's what we're going to do. If you're not going to do that, then I'm going to walk out the door. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to pay for the truck. If you don't want to sell it, then I'll just walk out the door. Yeah, they, they kind of got me. Uh, <clears throat> my Nissan only had a uh, – it wasn't – didn't have a, quite a hundred thousand miles on it, and my people that would deal with me on them, they said, "Man, you got good credit. You need to go buy something. That's gonna help you." So mm-hmm. I'm like, "I don't really need nothing." That's like, "Well, you need. Why don't you go get a truck?" So I went. The people told the people told me when I got in there, they said, "Man, we're gonna give you three thousand dollars for this truck," and I'm like, "Man, that's rough." It's like. It was uh, 15 minutes till they closed. Mm-hmm. They was like, man, we'll give you $3,000 for this truck. And that's four-wheel drive. Everything works. Rims and right. all that. So my buddy was like, man, go on, do it. Well, I got home that night. And, I mean, they stayed there until we got everything cleaned, swapped over. Mm-hmm. You don't owe us nothing. Just go ahead and go with it. So I got home that night, and I thought, I said, man, that's cheap. So I went back up there the next morning. What you know, 12, 13 hours, went back the next morning, and I said, hey, I want to buy my truck. You know, I, I said, I'm, and I want to keep this truck, and I'm going to buy this one. They said, oh, man, uh, we can't do that. I said, why? I said, uh, y'all give, give me a credit of 3000 for it. I got 3000 right here. They was like, well, you got docking fees, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, y'all just open up. I said, yeah. I was here when it closed. I was right. here when it opened. And, uh, well, they don't care about none of that. No, no. Uh-uh. So I went to the bank and uh, went on ahead and paid that truck off that I purchased. But you're right, man. They, they told me up. If you would have sit down and looked at what they was going to charge me at the end of that payment, mm-hmm. I could have bought three cars. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, whenever I traded in my Tahoe, uh-huh. uh, the, uh, the way I done it, they didn't want to. 
I've been paying for my Tahoe for a year, mm-hmm. right? And they wanted me to lose money on my Tahoe mm-hmm. on what the payoff was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not losing a dime on my Tahoe, and you're going to give me more money on it, period, because it's worth it. You yeah. know, right now the market went up. So when I bought my truck, the market went up, mm-hmm. right? And they was like, so I bought it when I bought it when it was down. But the market went up on it, so it was it was more. And they was like, oh, yeah, we can't do that. I was like, well, let me tell you. I know what this yep. trip, so I'm going to tell you. like that My my brand new Dodge Dooley, I got out there, $90,000 truck. Mm-hmm. I walked out of there owing 68 on it. Talk about so, can't hide money. You know what I paid for my car from Carvana? $25,000. He paid ninety grand for this trip. Well, They're going to talk know, about the, me the having money. Pays for it, not me. The company pays for it. But anyway... Uh, so I went in there. So after it's all over and done with, I owe sixty eight thousand on on that because mm-hmm. of the down payment. Yep. Where I wanted my interest rate to be, mm-hmm. where where I wanted to buy the truck at, and the money they gave me on the Tahoe because they tried to get me to owe them to me owe them money yeah. on the Tahoe to make my payment go up. I said no, oh, <laughs> hell no, dude. I was like, you realize I got I got Jim Bob right down the road who's who can buy this truck right now for four thousand dollars over what you're offering. That's right, you know. And I was like, this ain't this ain't gonna this ain't nah, gonna work, ain't gonna you know. Work. And they was like, well, maybe you need to do that. So well, maybe I do. And I started to walk out the door. And as soon as I did it, oh, just come on back, come <laughs> on back. Well, they wind up giving me four thousand extra dollars. Yeah. On top of what the payoff was for the Tahoe, because they knew they was gonna sell it. Yes, they knew I was like, I was like, you know what the value of this thing is? It's mm-hmm. it's it was uh it was just over a hundred thousand miles. Yeah, it was a 2017 Tahoe, and it was in immaculate shape. You know, you yep. cleaned it yep. up. Yep. You know, and I made sure whenever I took it up there, it was in, it would look nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they you know, but and they see, don't want to do that. And that's the thing about Carvana, you don't have a you don't deal with the salesman at all. Yeah. It's all online. It is what it is. They they put the price on there. They don't negotiate the price. Yeah. It is what it is. But now none of these dealerships negotiate anymore. Like if you go to buy a car right now, they don't negotiate the prices at all. Mm. You pay whatever they're asking for it. That's right. Because I before I bought my car, I called uh, Adamson <clears throat> Ford, <clears throat> and I they had a Mustang I wanted, and I was <clears throat> like, hey, uh, before I come up there, do y'all negotiate prices? He said, no, sir, we don't. I said, click. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I called uh, Long Lewis. Click. I called. Uh, I think it was a uh, some place in Hueytown. I can't remember some buy here, pay here car lot. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't negotiate. I click. Then I was like, well, fuck. If I got to do all that, I'm gonna just buy it from Carvana. Yeah, yeah. I ain't. Yeah. I don't have to drive there. They're gonna deliver the car to me. I ain't got to deal with no slinky, stinky ass yeah. salesman. And you ain't got to be there all day. Oh, them trying like, to negotiate yeah. with you and like, let's do this. Man, I was there for five hours on my on my truck. Five hours, dude. And that's I ridiculous. Like, I was like, that's just crazy. Yeah, because they kept wanting to negotiate, negotiate stuff, and you yeah. had 14 miles of pages of paper that you have to sign. The Carvana don't have any of that. Yeah. I did, it was literally, I had two options either. than Well, three options. No warranty, minimal warranty, and premium warranty. That was it. Yeah. Everything else is just. Wow. That was all the, that was all the only options yeah. I had. Yeah, because it's so much easier. Like, and I opted for the no warranty. So yeah, let's just say that you let's just say that you you buy a car off Carvana. Was the values close on what they? Should they were be? cheaper than Adamson Ford for the same car. For the same car. Wow, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're just better off not go. I mean, I, I I looked up Carvana idea, but they just didn't have 3,500 pickup trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you yeah. you need what you need, but in my case, yeah. it worked out great. Yeah. And, like, if nobody's going to negotiate prices and there's no option for me to possibly get it cheaper, then why waste my time at a dealership for nine hours? I agree 100%. Yeah. I do. You know. 
Well, I was in New York <clears throat> for two years working. Oh wow! And uh, I bet that was hell. Yeah, man, it was something. <laughs> I, they, they hey, I, I liked New York. You know, I worked up there in Connecticut for probably about eight nine months. I was yeah. building a FedEx up there, and like it is just nothing but a train ride straight over to New York. So it takes forty five minutes. You know what I'm saying? You mm. just hop on a train and drive over there. And I loved it. Like, it was just, I mean, like, obviously, you got to take a cab wherever the hell you go, you know, unless you're getting a vehicle. But you're, like, not in the city. I wasn't in the city. Oh, okay. So, I drove my company truck around and stuff. But, yeah, it was, they didn't, they couldn't understand me on the drive-thrus. It it took me a while to to adapt to it. But uh, I met a couple of friends down there, and everybody uh, leased their vehicles. I mean, They'd get it, and when the miles get there, they go swap it in. I'm like, man, you gonna never own that. Mm-hmm. But I got to looking, brand new cars with the whole fenders ate out. Cause that salt eat all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't last long. No. And I, I was like, uh, a lot of people that even was riding buses. I'm like, I thought you had a car. Well, down there you have to up there, you have to uh, get it registered. Here we just get a tag, and uh, up there they have to go through an inspection. They have yeah. To, and, and it's crazy if something you, wrong. You say up there, but technically, if you depending on where you're at in New York, we're actually higher than they are. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know because it's sea level. You know? So when it, hey, we're, we're looking at up, we're looking yeah. at like north you're versus south and on a map. Yeah. yeah. Technically, you know, either way. So yeah, but it's it's, it's something. You know. Yeah. You know, Ed probably just learned that a couple of days ago, and he's been begging <laughs> for a chance to use it. Trying to work it in somehow. Trying to work it in the conversation. I do that all the time. Y'all know me, man. Whenever I get like, I feel like. I need to do something. That's, that's what I do. When I learn a new word, I try to work it into a conversation. Right. Like, Every time. Like Every time. cathartic. <laughs> Who uses the word cathartic? Like philanthropy. I know what that means now, yeah. so I'm going to work it in. Y'all just wait. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> like penile infractions. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even want to. Where did you learn penile infractions? I, I just happened to look it up. I ain't uh, going to say how I got into the looking it up. I'm just going to say I looked it up. <laughs> you should probably go see a doctor. Penile he needs Penile. to go see a doctor about that. Infraction. <laughs> penile infraction. Infraction. Yeah. Look wow. it up. Yeah. I didn't think a penile could be broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently Dennis Rodman would have a different story to that. <laughs> so, in the car cleaning business, what is the weirdest thing you've ever found in a car when you was cleaning it? Oh, my goodness. It would be good. Yeah. And if it was in my truck, please don't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the weirdest thing or the craziest thing you've ever found? Man. I know it's got to be something. And look, this isn't PG. This is oh, a, okay. just this is a legit <laughs> podcast. You, it doesn't have to be PG. You just say whatever you want to say. Oh man, just I found sex toys to bullet <laughs> holes to maybe wow. surprise. Or they said, we had a wild night, you know, and I, I want to get my car clean because everybody was in. And I'm like, what was y'all doing in that? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a mixture of, there's a mixture of puke, uh, yeah. puke cum, and what looked like a donkey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I bet I bet it smelled terrible. Well, they was the, most of the time, they don't let them sit long because they don't want to ride around it. So they get it to mm. me pretty quick. That's right. But now we uh, I see a little bit of everything. Uh, this one guy. Oh, this was bad. This car was <laughs> now, Come on, tell us. Don't change your mind now. We're invested. <laughs> this thing was, uh, the guy called me. He said, I'm going to drop it off. I'm like, cool. And I told him where to leave the keys. He said, no problem. And uh, 
So uh, Stephen get there and he's like, man, what happened in this car? I said, I don't know. We're going to clean it up. He said, man, I think somebody died in this thing. <laughs> I said, no, nah, man, the guy brought it. He's like, no, nah, I think it was a wrecker dropped this car off. I said, I done got aggravated with myself. I'm going to call the guy and just find out what's going on. Too well enough, he brought the car with a wrecker. But he was like, oh, man, I... I, I leased it out to somebody, and they was hauling goats in, and I'm like, man, God, hauling goats. goats. I, I was about no to goats. say, if Mean Green cannot get the yeah. smell off of it, I know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So we got to we got to clean it and stuff, and uh, there and that's a little inside joke right there. <laughs> <Inside joke. laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was a uh, I guess somebody had been in there for several days, and you could tell where the bullet had went through the seat and hit the back. See, somebody died in there. Yeah. That, oh wow. And he wouldn't. He he won't, didn't tell me that. And I kept asking him. He's like, "Oh man, I don't think nobody did." But you can see where the bullet went through the seat and hit back there. And, and uh, it wouldn't have bothered us so bad if they hadn't been there for a while, while yeah, because it was. And uh, this other lady, wow. she, she got a car. What up, Gene? What up, Gene Coulter? What's we'll up, you back here? Oh, Gene. Gene's on there. Yeah, Gene's on. There. Chevy sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Gene. I drove my S10 today. Just I'm in a Chevy today, so I can't look, talk look, shit about. You it. know he's all about them two eighties and three hundreds now. <laughs> yeah. Man, I've argued. I've argued so much with that guy about the Ford versus Chevy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I drive both. I don't. Like, know, I, like, I like them both. But anyway, some folks you get, just can't help, though. You know. Let's yeah. get back to that story. Okay. Um, she told me. She said, "I got it from my daughter, and I think they smoke weed and stuff." And I'm like. I ain't no problem. We can clean that out. So I opened the door to the shop and about knocked me down. I'm like, Stephen, what you doing in here? He's like, man, that's that car that lady brought. <laughs> so so we, we had to sit that outside for a few days and let the sun bake that stuff out of it. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Oh, my Lord. Step, step I the thing air out a little bit. I work was in Was there that. blood in it? Like, no, no just marijuana. Just, oh, just hey, man. I work in the 18-wheeler industry, uh-huh. and these guys don't pull over for nothing. Like, they don't pull over for nothing. We've had some... We've had uh, trucks come in where guys have drilled holes in the floor and run a hose down there, and they will piss in the hose. <laughs> yeah, driving then, down the road, driving down driving the road, down and the road. That, all that piss will go over the transmission, the oh. drive shaft, the rear end, and then we'd have to work on it. Yeah, we, we've seen some shit like that too. We've seen dildos. We've seen a bucket full of shit in the back of a truck. Yeah, eighteen thousand miles of piss. Oh, it's terrible, man. <laughs> Man. There was there was this one uh, uh, guy. He just he would never shower, never. Mm. And he was a he was a very large guy. Mm. And um, he he wouldn't pull over to pee. He wouldn't do that. He would just he would just piss in the floor of his own truck and mm. keep going. Mm. Mm. There's not even in a bucket or nothing. Just pee in his truck and keep on going. Nasty people. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean that's just why some people are man. They're trying to make as much money as they can. Yeah. They think they let off that throttle. They're going to lose yeah. their house. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm. was anybody ever like brought you a vehicle that was just a a jalopy, rust I mean, bucket. My, my F two fifty was pretty tough. I mean, daggone freaking donuts on the car, and they're like, "Hey, clean this thing up for me." That F two fifty was my baby. Clean my baby inside. up. Yeah, it was. Stephen knows. He he was like, "Lord, man, I've done shampooed this thing five times <laughs> in five times." <laughs> yeah, we get them. Yeah, we uh. We oh yeah, they do a good job. But we uh, the, the cool thing about it is the people realize it. Once we get it clean, and they they work with it. they keep it clean when they bring it back, um, so we don't we don't have a whole lot of trouble. We get a lot of now. Stephen he got me last month. We did two RVs. So the lady called me. She said it's just uh, faded on one side. And I'm like, hey, that's no problem. We can get that. So I go down there. I'm like, Stephen, man, we gotta go do this RV. And uh, 
And I told him what I told him. And he, first day he went out there and I said, you get done? He said, no, I got to go back. So he went out there for five days. And I'm like, wait a minute, I got to go see this thing. This was huge. And I'm like, man, why didn't you tell me this RV was this size? He was like, I figured you knew. You took the uh, call. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I didn't know. So um, he got that finished. And uh, a few weeks later, somebody else called me. We were just getting into the shop in Dodge City, and we got a big old parking lot out there. And I was just excited to put something out there. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. bring it on. We'll get it. I get up there and Steven wouldn't even look at me. I said, man, that's another big RV. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we ain't doing no more this year. I, I take it you don't like RVs anymore, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buffing all day for five days straight. He said buffing all day for five days straight sucks. <laughs> yeah. but, but, hey, look, if them bang lines coming in on it, you got to do what you got to do, you know. I mean, that's the way I look at it. We had a guy to drive the well, he flew on the other side of Canada and picked up a car and um, brought it to us today. And uh, All the way from Canada? Yeah, it's way out there. And so I called Steve. going to say, hey, Canada, hey? Hey, hey. But he made it to the shop about 1 o'clock today. And I was a Supra. As a Supra. As mm. a Supra. Because I told Stephen, I'm like, man, one of them back to the future cars. Here. And them Toyotas. <laughs> yeah. He said, you sure? Is it the newer model Super or the older one? It's like this, 85 model. Oh, oh 85 wow. model. But, yeah. man, it looked like a, a brand new one. So, Steven got to tell him, he's like, man, if it's a back to the future car, it's, it's aluminum or it's metal or something. They oh. can't do that. that is not me. And uh, I got back there and it wasn't a, it's a Subaru, but it's a really nice car, though. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> what was that? As the phone, my phone went off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the Top Gun theme song. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with that. That's right. Have you had any? Um, you ever had any people get emotional with a sentimental car of theirs? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, um, yeah, and they'll get us to clean them up and stuff, and which they let you know. Uh, this used so, to be my grandfather's, yeah. and he passed away. Can yeah. you clean it? Or disgruntled people who like no matter what you do, you can't make them happy. You know, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, uh, let's hear let's hear about one of them emotional ones one time. Let's get let's get let's, so so let's get person, sappy for a second. This person bought this car to the shop at twelve o'clock at night, right? Because they wanted this car back at twelve o'clock the next day, right? And uh, I said, I said, man, I said, Stephen, we got we got about six or seven hours to get it. I mean, it's a pretty rough car. So the lady comes back at 12, no, up to 12. She come back 12 noon. <clears throat> she was mad. She went on ahead and paid for the car to be cleaned up. He wasn't halfway done with it. And I got back to the shop. He was like, hey, she come by and pay it. I'm like, you ain't done with it. So at 4 o'clock, she called me. She said, is my car ready? I said, it's getting there. She said, I tell you what, me and my homegirl, we on our way down there. So I called Steve and I said, you got two mad ladies on their way down there to get their car. Mm. And uh, she said, if it ain't if it ain't done, I know something. So, uh, what? Oh, wow. So I was like, either you're going to lock up the shop and leave or you're going to call the police because they're coming to hurt you. <laughs> so I called about five people and just said, y'all go sit on the porch and hang out. Hopefully they won't act crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, look, y'all could, we got the car finished. But she was pretty emotional. I just told her, just don't pay me nothing. Just take it and go. Because uh, I ain't think Stephen had too much more life left for him if, if they stood there any longer. But And it wasn't. It was a, 
it was just the idea. The car was in pretty bad shape, and she just wanted to see could we how clean could we get in that time frame. Yeah, and it just when you shampoo and stuff, you know, uh, you you gotta let stuff dry. Um, when you buffing, I mean, buffing ain't easy. It's it's an art to buffing uh, to take swirl or scratch marks out. So. Um, the hardest thing is cleaning the windshields, man. Cleaning windows in a car. It's yeah. crazy. You can rub on a window all day. I hate and, it. And pull it outside, and you're like, did I miss that for real? Mm-hmm. I hate cleaning windows. Man. That aggravates the shit out of me. I well, tried, for one, I'm not good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tried to invent this thing, and uh, everybody thought I was crazy, but I hated cleaning windows so bad, I, <clears throat> I decided if if it was some kind of adjustable rail that I could put on each side of the window and uh, it had a sprayer like a squeezy that would go across the window and clean on the inside and come back and it would dry it like a, like a bar. So it would kind of go down like this and clean it as it come back up. It would pull the water on the squeezy and it would pull it in. Mm-hmm. And then when it went back down, it would dry the window. And I was like, man, I was trying to make all kind of patterns. Yeah. Just so you didn't have to clean the damn window. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big boy, man, getting them yeah. little cars. Oh, hell yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was the same way, man, whenever I tinted windows. Mm-hmm. Like, there was such a process to get them windows cleaning the way you or clean the way you needed done. Yeah. That, like, you would go in there and you would scrub it all down with soap, yep. you know, and then you would take your razor knife and you'd do that. Then you go back and you clean it and squeeze it again, and then you bring it inside the crack, get it out, and then you clean it again, and then you get your tent put it on there, and then you look. So everything may look absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And then when you put that thing together and everything's on there, you start looking and it looks like germs. Oh, like, like hairs and germs, germs in the tent. And it's really hard to see unless you get real close. Mm-hmm. And you clean the crap out of that window. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that's just, it's just, sometimes it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. Mm. But if, if, uh, I can tell y'all this for sure is, uh, as I forgot to share this with y'all. So if any of those comes beside a, Besides a one year, he got you, Jimmy. <laughs> Get um, him, Jimmy. <laughs> so we do put it on Carfax, but once a year, and it is a warranty on it. But once a year, you bring that car back to us, and we'll we'll do an inspection on it. So you have to have the <clears throat> inspection did once a year to uh, to keep the warranty. So what that inspection involves is we'll go in, we'll look at the. We'll look at the paint. We'll look at uh, any fade or anything of that nature. <clears throat> we'll repair that if there's anything. I hadn't seen nothing I had to repair. And then we'll go back and put a one-year, which is it, which is called an inspection coat, and we'll put it on. So if you get a five-year coat, a six-year, a 10-year, eight-year coat, any of those coatings, you bring them back, you bring it back to us once a year, and we do an inspection. Mm-hmm. And once we do the inspection, we'll we'll submit it to System X, so it's in the computer that that you had that inspection. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually the inspection is uh, seventy five to one twenty five, based on what it is. But I mean, you go to Walmart and go through that automatic car wash, you're gonna spend thirty or forty dollars just doing that. And you still got to get out and vacuum it. But mm. uh, what else? You bring it in, we'll wash it. Uh, We'll wash it. We'll do an inspection on it. Then we'll put the 
renew is what we was using, but this year they just changed it to top coat. So when people start looking up ceramic system X and uh, you got to look, so you're going to see a new product that's going to be top coat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm in the process of dealing with them right now because that top coat is applied the same way that those other coatings are applied. So it's going to take longer, take more time. The, uh, the renew when we did our inspection, it was a spray on and wipe off. After we seen everything was good, spray on and wipe off. But actually now what they want us to do is uh, apply this top coat. It's the same as the chemical that we put on in the beginning, or it's the same way that we put it on. So I'm like, uh, and we got more man man time in putting this on. Mm-hmm. That well, you're not you don't have to do any buffing, you don't have to do any clay bar. So you ain't got a lot of prep prep work. Mm-hmm. But uh, so what they're telling me is the more people we get coming in getting a top coat <clears throat> put on, right. the less the less problems we're gonna see. So um I don't see any now and I'm putting a renew on, but so that top coat is going to be just as thick as that coat we put on first. So mm-hmm. that, that's going to reassure you that in five years, you're going to have that car look the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. And what they're telling us, if you come into us that five years each year, uh, we shouldn't have a lot of time other than putting it on. Mm-hmm. But no other, no corrections, no paint corrections or anything of that nature. So it's going to pay off in the long run. And, and in the past, when we, when they brought it in for the inspection, we uh, we did an inspection and put the top coat and people left. Mm-hmm. And then I had to submit that you come in and you had to come in and you came in and uh, we did your inspection. What this tell them is. This uh, when we when you come back when you come back in to get that annual inspection, uh, we have to do that inspection coating to Carfax as well. Right. So, so not only do that help the value of uh, insurance purposes, but that's going to show that you you keeping this car because once I put it in Carfax, it's there. Right. Yeah, so, this is going to show you really take care of it yeah. if it's higher resale value. It is, and that's what they're looking at. It ain't like, hey, Marcus, I, I ain't going to be able to make it this year. Can you get me that? Because they don't know if you come in or not. Right. Other than me submitting that you come in. But the way they got it now is when you submit that top coat, um, I'm registering that top coat still under that same VIN number. Yeah. So they're going to see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that's a good thing. It's it's good on on everybody's part, and um, I've had an opportunity to use the top coat. Um, so it works. It works pretty good. It's uh, it takes a little bit more time to put on, but it it really wakes that ceramic up. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Worth every penny. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and and a lot of um, so I a lot of people. Try to they say well, let me get the the one year, and if it's just a car that you know you drive back and forth to work, I mean that's pretty good, you know right. what I'm saying. Uh, but if it's something that you a toy, you already invested money, and it's 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 better just to go ahead and take care of that point, and you ain't got to deal with it. No like mm-hmm. Ed's race truck, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had a you had people like a, hey, my uncle's brother, sister's cousin's aunt can do it cheaper. 
Yeah, yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, man, I, I've I've had that. Uh, but I can I, buy this shit from. Well, you Walmart. better go on, be get them on the phone then. No, they can't. That's buy what I tell them. They can't buy ceramic from. They could buy ceramic for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That little cheap shit you can buy from Walmart or yeah. online or like you see it on Wish.com. Hey, I <laughs> get the man, ceramic. That big. Yeah, that big. I had a I had a guy that. I guess he's in the vet club. If you hear me, he's going to know who I'm talking to. <laughs> he called me. He said, man, I'm going to get a five-year ceramic coat. And I told him $450. He hung up the phone on me. I said, man, okay. Well, he called Sister Mex, and Sister Mex sent him back to me because that's what I do here in Alabama. He called me. He said, oh, man, not you again. I said, hold on, man. What's your problem? He said, ain't no way you're going to touch my car for $450. I said, hey. He said, uh. He said, I don't know why Sister Max keeps sending me to you. I said, you want to go? He wants you to charge you more? Well, that's what I told him. I said, I could charge you more if you want me to, if it make you happy. He said, well, I got buddies that's spending way up in the money for this ceramic. Mm-hmm. And, and Sister Max supposed to be top of the line, and and you telling me $450 to do my vet? And I said, well, I said, it is what it is. I said, but if it make you happy, I'll charge you more. He <laughs> said, well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> he said, I, I'm going to let you... <clears throat> He said, I'm going to let you do my car, and uh, you show me what you could do. I said, no problem. So I did his car, and all his buddies started realizing his was a lot better. So they started calling me, saying, hey, can you look at mine? And I'm like, a lot of the people that was putting it on wasn't even uh, clay barn. They weren't taking the dirt out mm. of the paint. Right. And they kept talking about it would look cloudy or it looked like it had a fog on it. And it's because they wasn't clay barn and they wasn't prepping it. So they was covering up old wax. So whatever was on that, they wasn't mm. taking it off before they was putting mm-hmm. it on. And uh, so I got those guys' trust because, but he was like, I laugh when I see him. He's like, man, I can't believe <laughs> Hey, they're just trying to get it in, get it coated, and get it out. They yeah, might. that's it. It's just something so I can charge you 750 or $1,200 or whatever. The less time they, they spend on it, the more money they make. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, he, but I, I do those guys' cars, and that's the reason why we had to open up in Dodge City is because when I first started, <clears throat> you know, I got a one bay in Hayton. So you get four or five cars coming in on just the annual inspection. You got to have room. Mm-hmm. So we could probably get, I think, one, two, three. I don't know. We probably get 15 cars in the building I got now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's plenty. I mean, well, we're we're about to have a, a a big red '67 Camaro that's a tube chassis car that's about to be coming. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I did a few uh, guys' cars at the dirt track that races over at the dirt track, right? Yeah. And I was curious because that red mud gets everywhere, mm-hmm. and I was impressed of, and they were too of how easy it was to keep clean, and uh, so it's it's a it's a <clears throat> it's a big difference in. Um, I ain't going to worry. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep the price as low as I can, working with everybody. But uh, more and more people learning about us, and I, I know one day somebody gonna they gonna realize how well it is, and they all flood me at one time. I just went through a situation with the Dodge City shop. I had a partner. It didn't work out well, and they come in and took everything. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they took it. I mean. Golly. Well, I can, you know, I, I ain't trying to fault to you or nothing. You you charge what you want. Yeah. That's the way everybody needs to do when they're in business. They mm-hmm. charge what, what they want. Mm-hmm. 
And and if I can give you any piece of advice, mm-hmm. and and I obviously you've been in business for a minute, so you know mm-hmm. what you're doing. But as but as another businessman, somebody who can give you a little bit of advice, whether you listen to it or not, if if you're charging, let's just say a five hundred dollars on something, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're staying freaking covered up, yeah. right? And you're staying busy. You need to double your price. Go to a thousand dollars, and I'm gonna explain this to you. So you go to a thousand dollars now. Half of your revenue's gone. All right. So you're gonna be like, oh man, there's a bunch of people ain't gonna come in here. Your overhead went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, your initial cost for the product has gone up on what you're charging. Yeah. Your your uh um like I said, your overhead went down. So now you're not having to pay these people to do this, and your profit margin is gonna go up. Go up. So that's what I try to tell everybody. You're in business. Whatever you're charging, if you're staying covered up. Double your money because you don't want to stay covered up. You're working yourself to the bone. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't work yourself to the bone. Mm-hmm. Richie's <laughs> multi-person I know that does this drives me crazy. But you know, you you yeah. If you got your and you're happy, that's what you want to do. That that's it. You know. But if what I try happy, to tell you know what, clap your hands. dude, I'm telling you, I'm not cheap. And they, they'll t- I'll go around and tell everybody, look, you want me to come do something? I'm not cheap. Now my buddies, family, friends do whatever. Yeah. You know, Richie knows he needs my mini. I'm gonna take it to his house. Yeah, I just yeah. got through doing it. You know, but if if uh, uh, if I don't know you and yeah. you're coming out here to do and you're calling me and saying, "Hey, man, how much you gonna charge me for uh, for to run my skid steer over at your house?" Well, it's probably gonna cost you around fifteen hundred, two thousand yeah. dollars yeah. for me to come over there and do whatever you want me to do. My cousin well, can do it like I can go rent it for two hundred and fifty dollars a day. We'll go do it. You're not getting my skills out of it. That's, that's exactly what it you is. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't be cheap on nothing that you do because your overhead is still going to be. You're like, yeah, I'm bringing in more people, which you don't realize, man. If you're charging more, your your clientele is is going to go down. Yeah. But you, your your headache, your overall headache, your all this other kind of stuff. It's going to go down. Now you're not spending as much money on product because now you're having to run more product. You got to go get more stuff. You're having to have it more delivered more. It's going to cost you more money. Yeah. So when you start doubling your price and you start, and you start doing this, your, your overall business is going to go down, but your money's still going to be the same. going to be the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. And that's the, that's the, that's the fear of somewhat. Uh, so the shopping hate is paid for. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, I could, I could do something like that, right. but then you move into a new area. Um, you move into a new area with a with a lease, mm-hmm. and that lease is way up there. It's hard. Yeah, man. Like Christmas and uh, New Year's, I was like, we stayed busy, but yeah. And uh, I tell uh, the ladies that work for me, I say we gonna make it this month. But yeah, <laughs> you you want to bring in the stuff, you want to keep the customer, but you want to. I mean, think about it, man. Any of those cars, um, I couldn't replace the paint for four hundred and fifty dollars. Buff and Claiborne, it's mm-hmm. a lot that we doing to that paint. We're doing a correction. Mm-hmm. And that paint come off, I'm not a painter. Right. <laughs> so so I know I couldn't replace that paint for that price. Well, I tell you this, it costs roughly, let's just say the average car, seven thousand dollars to paint a car on mm-hmm. on on average. Could That's be right. cheaper, can be four to seven, we'll just say. If you're gonna wrap a car, which kind of keeps your things there, but then you're relying on the guy who does the wrap to make sure he's not cutting your paint whenever he's putting it on there with his razor knife. So yeah, you can protect it that way, which is gonna cost you an additional four to five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. 
you come to you, you do you, you do you're doing it, but you're but you're like really and truthfully, you know, I love you to death, man. You do you do good work, mm-hmm. but like I I think you're you know way cheaper than everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. You do good work, mm-hmm. you know. You do the work that you do. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're not. Like I'm just like man, you know, he does good work. So you know, but like hey, you know, you 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 a businessman. You got it going out there. You it's definitely respectful. You take care of your community and you're charging what you feel is a fair price. And and I'll and I'll give you credit because it's Appreciate it's it. your your job is better than most. And it's way cheaper than most everybody else. Because I've been quoted from other people, and they're like, well, to to do this and do this right here, we're looking at, yeah, you want it clayed, and you want it do this. They're like, it's eight $900. And I'm like, good, not on money, man. I know what Marcus is going to. I know. I got a buddy. <laughs> I know a guy. That's it. I know a guy right over here. Because I, I did. I did get somebody that was telling me, like, to put a coating on that truck. Uh, uh like somebody that was up in Huntsville because I was going up to Huntsville doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I stopped in his place and this dude was telling me, it's like, yeah, $750. I said, I said, dude, let me tell you something. I got to do this back home. <laughs> he owns this business. You telling me you charging me 750 bucks for a one year? $750. That's what he told me. I bet it he's was not going to clay bar it. Now, I don't know if it was the same ceramic coating, but yeah. that's what he was telling me. I bet he ain't going to clay bar it. He no, said, no. "He said, man, they so much prep work. There ain't no way anybody's doing that for that price." I said, "Look, let me tell you, I'll give you his number. I know for a fact he is. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, props to you, man. Like, do it, do it to it, man. Yeah." yeah. Now, Stephen don't want this. Stephen don't say that. He said, "Man, I've been making the same amount for five years. <laughs> I'm thinking one day he's gonna drive one of them cars through the house. I'm just handing my wallet." Yeah. <laughs> well, now we, yeah. We do pretty good. We uh, and it's it's interesting. I um, the day up at the Dodge City shop, we had a boat to come in, a pontoon boat to come in, and that car to come in, a couple of trucks to come in, the one mm-hmm. that hit the fence post. So, I got off work and went over there, and I'm like, how this? But you know, they have that. They have that's a, a good problem to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they have that done by tomorrow. They have that done tomorrow about one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's a good thing. It's it's good to have business, but you know, the only thing I was saying, if you're staying covered up with business, and like I pay, I feel like I pay my guys pretty pretty decent. Now they're they're always wanting more for us. So like, <laughs> yeah. what what employee doesn't nothing nothing against you there, Stephen? I know <laughs> you worked someplace five years. If you want more? That's that's up between you and him. But what I'm saying is that like. You know, people are always gonna want more. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. They want they want to get more out of you. They want to do this. They want to do that. They always want to get more. You know, but like I tell my guys, I said, man, if you want more, you're gonna earn it. So this is what I this is what I did this year. So every one of my guys are looking at a Christmas bonus, two thousand dollars. That's what their that's what their money is gonna be. We're gonna we're getting us a, a board that's coming up, and I'm gonna write each one of them's name up there. Every time they miss a day, it's twenty dollars. Every time that they they uh, uh, they show up late and aren't at work on time, twenty dollars. If they're on their cell phone, twenty dollars. So all that's going to reflect to the end of the year. And if they and if they don't, they don't make it. My God, they're going to end up owing you some money. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There, there goes that bonus. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, see, that's smart though. In, in in my company, we have a minimum. I'm a, I'm gonna make sure somebody has three hundred bucks. Yeah, on a Christmas bonus. Period. You know. But you got the potential to make two thousand. Right. You want to make two thousand. This goes for everybody. This is all of them. This is what it takes. You yep. want two thousand dollars? Here, here it is. You're gonna, 
$20 every time that you show up late, every time you miss a day, you take off for the doctor. This is a bonus. Yeah. If you take off because you're sick and your pooty poos hurt, I mean, hey, that's fine. I'm not going to down you for it, but I'm not going to pay you for it neither. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You shouldn't have been out and, and went and hung out with Jerry and got, you know, messed yeah. up and done. Got that hurt. I had to go get that hurt fixed. Yeah. So, you know, I talked to my guys and I let them know. I said, hey, this is where y'all going to be. Y'all want to earn $2,000 on Christmas? Whenever the Christmas bonus time comes around, there you go. But he's a, but Ed's a great boss. And just to show you, my son works for him. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I had them all. We had them all do it like we done a job. It was a good job. We made good money on. Uh, I told I told the foreman's, "Here's your pay if we get this job done with no issues. Here's going to be your bonus. Here's your bonus. All the all the guys. I said, if y'all do this job, we do good. There's a five hundred dollar bonus on it for you. We don't have any issues. Mm-hmm. What happened? They busted the they busted the window out of the uh, skid steer. Mm-hmm. We had to go in and fix seven mishaps on the line." That cost me. That cost me seven days. Yeah, it's a day per per mishap. So yeah. it cost me seven days that we wasn't out making more money. I said, so there goes y'all's bonus. Yeah, because you didn't take the time to do what you needed to do, and this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, not all of them was their fault. Some of it was, you know, error on the manufacturer side, but yeah. we can't prove that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So regardless, my guys had to eat it. But still the same. There was some that was their fault. Mm-hmm. So if they hadn't have done it. Here, here we would be. So that that's what I've done with my guys. Well, that's, 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 a good idea. that's a good idea, right? There. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad idea because it gives them the incentive to like, okay, well, at the end of the year, man, I got two I got two racks sitting here that mm-hmm. you know, man, I can have something good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll buy you a car. Or a, you know, if you got yeah. a family, it takes care Shit, of. Shit, it won't family. buy you a car nowadays. God, Lee, hey, well, I bought car, one yeah. for five hundred dollars last week. You bought a car for five hundred dollars. <laughs> I did. What what kind of car was it? A Honda. The one you're driving? I bought that for eight hundred. I just God, come dang. back from Florida and Wow. Man, I, I look at I look at Facebook Marketplace all the time and the only thing you can find for less than fifteen hundred dollars is just like a wheel and frame and that's that it. Pontiac G eight right out there paid fifteen hundred dollars for it. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, I got hundred and twenty three thousand miles yeah. on it. I found that dude said it's got a code on the transmission. Yeah. Shooting a code on the transmission. I said, All right, I come test drove it. Drove fine, drove it home. We've drove it for months. My my daughter's had it for a year now, yeah. you know, and uh, we drive back and forth to the store and stuff. She just got her permit today. You Did know? you figure out what the code was? Yeah, it's uh, the converter speed is faster than what it should be, right. so it needs a transmission. But who cares? I pay $1,500 for it. Yep, like, yep. with a transmission, I can go put a brand-new transmission in it. And the value of the car is five grand. I paid go. I paid eighteen hundred dollars for O'Shitty, which is my S ten out there. Right. And I've probably sunk another seventeen thousand dollars in at it. Least, keep it at running. least seventeen grand. <laughs> I mean, just keeping no. it running. <laughs> well, y'all seen that uh red that red and black S ten I had? Oh yeah. Yeah. A guy kept wanting it so bad, so I sold it to him. He was working for me. He gave me three thousand dollars for it. Oh wow. Now, two months but well, I had it put in the shop and had a new transmission put in it. Four L sixty E. Bet it was. It, it made a four L sixty. That's the world's worst transmission. It made a popping noise. I got fifteen thousand dollars in rebuilt four L sixties. They suck. Well, it costed me fifteen hundred. No, yeah, fifteen hundred to have that transmission rebuilt. Yeah, and uh, I brought it home. I was excited to drive it. That was my weight loss truck. See, I'm a big boy, so yeah, mm-hmm. I figured if I lost this weight and I fit in it good, I was saving gas. Right. <clears throat> well, he bought it from me, and about two months later. Something went wrong with the transmission. I said, man, it's under warranty. He's like, give me $500 for it. Oh, who bought it back? <laughs> well, I didn't. I was Because I 
I didn't want no problems, but another guy gave him five, and he called me. He said, hey, man, I bought that truck from so-and-so, and so uh, what's wrong with it? I said, I don't know, but you could take it back up to Dickie Miller's, and he have, it's under warranty. I said, it ain't got 300 miles on it. He's like, that's what I do. And the guy, he was just, I don't know. Yeah, them transmissions. Yeah, they're throwaway transmissions. Yeah. Yeah, if it ever goes out, don't rebuild it. Just go buy you a new one. Was it a 4L60? Yeah. Oh, what year was yeah. it? Yeah. 94. Yeah, it's 4060. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go th- throw throw it in the garbage, go yeah. buy you another one, and then it'll work. Just just wait, and then if it goes out, buy another one. Uh, no, I'm on Facebook Live. Mm. And uh, so, like, uh, this car, I heard a guy, he, uh, he said, man, I got this car. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's skipping. It won't stay running. And two or three other people was like, man, I know you ain't going to buy that car. I'm like, yeah. So I drove it a few days, and... It, I mean, it was hesitant real bad. I got tired. I stopped at the port store and bought a coil pack and a plug wire. Man, that thing run good. So we just, uh, bike week, I drove it to Florida mm-hmm. back. Because my truck, I went last year in it. Man, it about, it was expensive. How you like yeah. bike week, man? I, it's all yeah, right, man. It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> how, many, how many sets of titties you see? I don't know. I've seen enough, but as a bunch, as a bunch, <laughs> we've been we've been several times. But oh I think yeah, the last time we went was like oh seven oh eight. Yeah, oh seven. You can't go down there on a motorcycle to bike week. Yeah, every time you go down God. there, you got to replace your clutch when you get back. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. ride a spider, man. So it was that's where it's at. I just took it um, Monday to the Honda. Now Tuesday to the Honda shop because clutch, clutch. But uh, yep. you know why? You know why it is because you only go four or five miles an hour. Yeah, that's, that's as fast bad. as you can go. You don't go if you go down to bike week. You don't go to ride a bike. I I, I be wanting to just leave my bike and get one of them golf courses. You can walk. <clears throat> you can walk faster. I miss, Anywhere you want to go, you can walk faster. I miss riding so bad, mm. but you know, I just uh, my buddy. Whenever my buddy died, mm. that was just all she wrote because he died on a bike, and I was just like, you know what, I'm done with it. I, I don't even miss girl. it. I really I do. I miss being able to go out and just cruise and ride around and hit the hills and do stuff like that. But like the I don't miss it enough to where I'm gonna go get another one because I don't want my kids to grow up without me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's and it's not you yourself. Me and Shorty know how to ride very well. We've been riding our whole lives, you know. So you know, and it's the it's everybody else, you know. I I just got burnt out on riding. I just I yeah. got I rode so much for so long when I finally quit <laughs> riding. I just didn't. I had no interest in getting back on it. Yeah, well, I'm a firefighter, man. So my bike sit most of the time because I go on these calls and these things. Yeah, and uh, man, it sticks in my mind of what I see, and I'm like, man, I ain't riding. So uh, where you volunteer? Calling and fighter. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And uh, I've been with them for. 14 years, I guess. I'm I used to volunteer at Cane Creek, if, okay. that's, if that's even a brag. Right. Hey. <laughs> uh, it's, it is. It is. I, I couldn't handle it. Like, I volunteered for a little bit. Well, and they had me go on a call one time, and I was, you know. Well, I technically never was a volunteer for Cane Creek, but yeah. I went on a few calls with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was never really a, you know, part of it. But I know you were there and like, hey, get in the truck, come help yeah. us. Let's go. <laughs> Here's some fire gear. Put yeah, this on. That's what they Throw did for me. It's like, here, Ed, let's put this on. Just do this. And I went down there. I was like, all right. It, it was exciting when we was fighting that fire on that house. But then when that wreck with that kid that died, no. I was done. The, I was like, the brother and sister. Yeah, yeah that were in it for me, too. You can't. Yeah, I was I was done. I can't. 
I was like, man, I got to be asleep at night. I know it wasn't my fault or nothing, but I had to see it. And I was, no, I'm done with this. I've seen a, over the years, I've seen a lot of stuff out there. So we cover that stretch from 291 to Dodge City where everybody had it. Mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff. Man, you'd be like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. It's always in that one little spot, too. And it's crazy. Somehow. You think? I, I remember me getting almost sent to jail that one night up there. You know, was, there might have been a drag race going on. I'm not going to say that there was, but my you truck were just broke down in the middle of the road. It was Mexico. Yeah, it was Mexico. It was this in was Mexico. in Mexico. This was not at Dodge. <laughs> yeah, and how is it? Like, how is it? You do all the dumb shit you've done, and you've never been to jail, and I've been to jail twice, and I don't do near the shit that you do. I had to go turn myself in one time, oh. but I didn't. But I didn't go into jail. I didn't. I, they didn't even fingerprint me. I've still never been fingerprinted. You know, we we used to have that drag strip. Y'all familiar with that one they had on ninety one? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, man, I live right there beside of it, so I wanted to. Get me something to run. Y'all ain't gonna believe because I, I drove nothing but big old Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So oh, I we know. This, We've seen the hoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found this, uh, it was a Cadillac like boss hog. It rusted right. out rough, nice. but it had a 500 cubic inch motor in it. Right. You're talking about something to run. And the only thing that did beat me a lot of times was the S10s with the big engines. Mm-hmm. But if they did, if they sit there and spun too long and let me get in the second gear, I it was, was over with. Yeah. It was gone, bro. So, you were uh, dragging down through that. So I, I don't lose often on the street, but I, I have lost once or twice. <clears throat> hey, that night my mom, she come down there, and she, they telling her, this thing, it's, I done run it several times. I mean, it was it was hot. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, could, you could feel the heat from it just sitting there popping. And uh, I looked up, and here go, here's my mom standing near the finish line. I said, oh, no, I ain't trying to finish right now. <laughs> and, uh, she come out to that car. She fussing at me, and the freeze plug blows out. So now it just, the muff, everything hot in that water. She's like, boy, this thing on fire. What you out here doing? <laughs> so um, she ended up um, she ended up making me sell it. And uh, so Danny bought it. He had a Henry, J, Henry, J Henry, whatever, what them cars is. Henry J. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't it's uh, Henry J. Would he did a different series of races, but you could he could stamp that gas and you could hold that car with your hand. It was it was real light, man. It didn't weigh hardly nothing. He yeah. put that big engine in there. He won a bunch of races, man. But that, she broke me that night. I was, I was <laughs> Mama excited. got on you that yeah, night. Yeah, man. I was excited. I'm like. I got this car. Yeah, we, we got lucky with our mom. She just worries. She would never stop us. She was just yeah. worried for the rest, all night. She'd and we've worry, always she'd worry, but like you know, it, she wouldn't never come watch us race. Still, mm-hmm. still to today, won't mm-hmm. do it. She's like, no, 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 I ain't doing that. She's like, but if you, you know, you talk about it, you do whatever. She's good, you yeah. know. So yeah. other than that, you know, she's really supportive. You know, I, I'll admit that. And but, we've always had fast cars. Always. always. You know, and she she can blame that on our late Uncle Floyd who passed away. <laughs> you, know, you know, God rest his soul. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he got us into drag racing yeah. so much. Yeah. Like that's just what we did. You know. Well, I got after that. I got into racing. Uh, I had a banshee, and it was the oh, purple and yellow banshee. Y'all mm-hmm. with that yeah, yeah, I know that one very well. Yeah, and it had a. The FM jugs on it. The pistons was huge. Right. And uh, that's when, uh, what is that, the two? The two-stroke, and it had a power band. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was a big guy, so I had a friend that run it. Little V-Tech in it. <laughs> I, I wrecked a motorcycle, a dirt bike one time that had a Went power band. Went through a barn. Yeah. 
I was laying in the middle of the barn doors. You couldn't see nothing but my feet. I almost cut my ear off. <laughs> hey, that banshee run out of gas, and I told my cousin to bring me a pull me home. He gonna bring a dog chain, and he he start pulling me, and this thing starts up. The chain wraps around my leg. It was a, it was oh. a nightmare, and that thing drugged me down the road. And uh, but that was that was a fast. Uh, when they come out with the predators and the rafters, yeah, mm-hmm. I run them all the time. I had a raptor. And all the, when them guys would take off, they was coming up in the air. And that mm-hmm. banshee didn't. It just it just squat and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the only thing that really gave me a run for my money was the Warrior three fifties. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was pretty tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I told my I told my buddy I was like he had that motorcycle and it was just like an eighty cc, but it had power band or whatever on it. And I was like, come on, I begged him. He said, come on, man, let me ride it. Let me ride it. I ride motorcycles all the time. Let me ride it. He goes, no, man, it's got power band. I was like, I don't give a shit what it's got. I can ride it. I can ride anything. And I got it first gear. I just nailed it. And I was like, man, this is weak. Uh-huh. This thing sucks. And about the time it started to pick up, and then it went right, stood straight up, and then <laughs> bah, 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 right into the barn I went. Yeah. Yeah. I hit that barn, probably <laughs> felt like going 100 miles and an hour. Then, I was going like 50 that's the, what's called uh, the second kit. Yeah. And yeah. Then like yeah. two or three <laughs> weeks later, he comes over at my house and rides my bike and wrecks it right in the yard. Mm. He was like, well, there's payback. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, uh, them old three-wheelers. My buddy had one was out having a party. His mama said, everybody can ride this three-wheeler, but Marcus. No, oh, He ouch. don't need to get on it. Well, they kept on was running down the road, turn around, running back. I don't know what I did, but that wheel come off. Oh, I got to this guy's barbed wire fence. <laughs> Man, it ate, that fence ate me all up. Uh. I went up to the house. She, they said, she said, I told you not to let Marcus. <laughs> I haven't been on a dirt bike since. Won't get on them. Uh-uh. Man, yeah. those old three wheelers, they were the most deadliest machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's statistically fun because you could go put them on two wheels and they were just fun. <laughs> well, I, I know what them two wheels got me. Yeah. <laughs> I told that man. <laughs> yeah. That barbed wire wasn't giving me no break. Yeah, you mm. can't even like that. I think they outlawed them or yeah. something. And then you, yeah. know, you see think- one come up for sale every now and again online, but. Yeah, it's always junk. It's always an old one. I mean, you ride on the handlebars, somebody on the back, somebody driving. Like a skinny one, it was a big fat tire. They'd ride a really good wheelie, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ride the shit out of a wheelie on those things. Man, I remember that dude who had that one down there at Sayree. Let me tell you, going across that bridge, they wasn't nothing that could touch that sucker. He had Willie bars on the back, and when he left him, (laughs) (laughs) I I had Willie bars on my Raptor. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we only had one, and it kept darting to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I won a T-shirt at, uh, at Bama Dragway for riding a wheelie all the way down the track. Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 660 Raptor. Yeah, but I had it. It was bored out and built. I mean, it was it was bad. It was weak. It was weak. My wife's <laughs> 450 He knew that sucker was bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that 450 I had would walk. The, the, only, the only one that came close was Bose Bombardier. Yeah, that was the only one that came close to getting it. I think yeah, yeah it's, it's something else now, but it, back then it was called a Bombardier, like a yeah. Can Am. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I'm pretty sure it was a Can Am, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But his his was his is a pretty bad four wheeler stock. I mean, it mm-hmm. it, it ran toe to toe with mine until I got on the top end, and then I'd leave him. Okay. Yeah. but yeah, I, was, he, I I remember whenever that that uh, four wheeler that six sixty got stolen. Somebody yeah. stole it out of the backyard. A month later. The very next day, Hansville had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But guy was running from the cops in Hansville. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the guy's running from the cops with Hansville. So they had, they up at Coleman, they come down here, stole it, went up there, 
And uh, they thought it was Shorty because the dude ran. Uh, they thought it yeah. was Shorty. <laughs> they had me in there, and they investigated me, had to put the whole light on me and everything. Yeah. That, and it was like, so uh, did you have insurance on it? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then they was like, you didn't have insurance on this? This is not an insurance job. I said, no, I didn't have insurance on it. I've been, I'm still paying for this. Uh, and they was like, okay, well, it wasn't that. And then they put me side by side with the guy that they – the, or the picture of the guy that they were, was running. Mm-hmm. I looked nothing like the guy. <laughs> nothing like the guy. And it's like, all right, this is yours. I said, okay, I appreciate it. Yeah. I said, I reported it stolen. So, yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah, that's how they are. You know, I'm, I'm not too fond of Publix. Um, <laughs> I've had so many run ins with them. I've had some bad run ins with them. Yeah. I, I had one. And, and and Daniel probably will attest to this if he's still on here. Daniel Englet. Yeah. All right, I'm over in Summerton one day, and I go pick Daniel up. Daniel's 14 at this time. I go pick him up. His mama's like, okay, we'll just, you know, be back by 10. You know, it's like 930. Da- Daniel's done out of my vehicle, done went with somebody else. He done went with our buddy Chris, right? Mm-hmm. So Daniel, he, uh, um, uh, you know, he's out of my vehicle, and I'm driving through the parking lot. Next thing I know, here comes Dora. They surround me, drag me out the car, slam me on the pavement. Where's he at? Where's he? I said, Who are y'all talking about? They're like, Where's, where's, where's that kid at? I said, What kid are you talking about? And they're like, His name's Daniel. I said, You talking about Daniel English? Yeah. Where's he at? I said. Hell, he's with my buddy Chris. I mean, we, and they were like, no, you kidnapped him. I said, oh, what no. in the crap are y'all talking about? His mom, uh-huh. you know, his mom called the police and said, I kidnapped him because oh, he man. wasn't home at 10 <laughs> She fixed you up, did she? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, I, it was funny. Which, you I, know, we were, we were little punk kids back then. I know, got so. surrounded by Homewood when I got off work one night. It was raining, and uh, apparently somebody in a car like mine had killed some people. And they were hunting oh, wow. for him in Homewood, and and it was it was really funny. So they surrounded me, and it was raining. And I was on the ground. They're yelling and screaming, whatever. And all of a sudden, one of the cops says, "Hold up, everybody! This guy's white." <laughs> oh, <laughs> no way! I said, "I said, yeah. Does that matter?" And he's like, "Well, the guy we're looking for is black." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "All right. Well, I clearly didn't do it. Can I get off the ground now?" <laughs> hey, uh, uh, <clears throat> last year around this time, uh, I was coming down sixty-five, <clears throat> and I went to this house, a friend's house in Huntsville, and I was sleepy, man. I pulled over at Dodge City off the rest, um, Dodge City off the ramp. That shit was Dodge City. Yeah, Dodge City, and I sit there for a minute. I said, it's time for me to roll. I ain't far from the house. I'm going to go on and go. So I'm driving. I'm in my truck. <clears throat> you know, coming off that hill, that fence looked like the cars is on your side when you pass it. Mm-hmm. When you pass it. And, uh, I'm like, man, this car, this car is on my on the coming up the wrong side of the road, white BMW flying. And I swapped lanes real fast. And when I remember when I swapped lanes, I'm like, I started hollering because there was people behind me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they was right there behind me. And when I swapped lanes, I mean, all I hear was boom, 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 boom. So I turned right there at the uh turnaround exit and went back up. Cause I was right there at the turnaround, went back up. And it was a guy from the community. He, you know, the police was chasing that BMW from Warrior. They said when he hit 291, he was wide open. Yeah, I had a BMW. Those things are fly. Let me tell you what it did. He, they, so one time I got back, the police thing got him on the ground out there. And uh, I looked at him. It was a cousin of mine. He's like, 
Hey man, tell the police that that ain't me. I said, dude, you almost killed me. You going wherever you need to go? <laughs> I, said, I said, what are you thinking? You on the wrong side of the interstate running? Yeah. And when he passed me, he had to be running over eighty miles per hour or more, uh, faster. Wow. And uh, he down there on the ground, and he's like, man, they had him. He, he said, man, tell them it ain't me. I said, dude, I said, you need to go wherever you You on the damn ground. They on yeah. top yeah. of you, and you tell they them. They know it was you. Well, hold on. Let me tell you, this is crazy. So think about it. I escaped that, and I went to the turnaround, right? Right. So it was three vehicles in that one wreck. He hit three cars. Mm-hmm. So how could he hit three cars if he never got past the first car? Well, so the first the first car was we didn't know what the first car was. The second one's no, the first car was a van. It knocked the motor out of the, the van. Golly. The second one was a F one fifty Ford pickup truck. It had about three kids and then it folded it up like this. Oh wow. Nobody got hurt. The third vehicle was about a mile down the road and nobody had got down there to see who it was. Right. And uh one of the officers that went down there and discovered it was a white BMW down there. Oh. So that BMW that passed me was already down there a mile down the road. He hit everybody. Oh, he included, he hit your cousin. He hit the BMW. <laughs> he was behind me. I didn't even know it. So it wow. really wasn't your cousin. Yeah. No, it wasn't. The first car he hit was that BMW. So the first hit was two BMWs, two white BMWs. What the and, and actual it, So the, it, your your cousin really wasn't running from the cops. No. He just bad place, bad time. They apologized, took him to get <laughs> breakfast and everything. And oh, he was like he's looking at me crazy. I'm like But well, yeah, dude, I thought it was you. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was a white BMW. But no. yeah, when when I got over, the first hit was that the two BMWs. Right. Yeah. And it put him to the side of the, the interstate. Right. Well, I just went down here and turned around. Right. So he was still sitting there. Mm. But then you had the truck, then you had the van, and then you had that third car. Mm-hmm. So if he up here, how did he do? Yeah, how did he do how them he do right the, there? Yeah. yeah. So it was a it was a guy that tried, was trying to commit suicide. Mm. And uh, but I'm gonna tell y'all, I looked at both of them BMWs, and they tough. I mean, the, oh yeah, the van. The motor was and transmission was out. The brakes and all it was on the road. The Ford truck it was folded up like this. Mm-hmm. But you could have probably, you could have probably drove both of them BMWs away from that. From that. My um my girlfriend's got a BMW X3. Back when we both had BMWs at the time, she got hit head on by a woman texting and driving, mm-hmm. and her car wrapped around her leg, and like all all that Amber came out with was like a little uh a bone. Fracture on her ankle. I, I mean, it, I mean, it 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 come it hit her so hard. Her car went up in the air and flew off the road in the air and landed in a culvert. And well, it, stayed, stayed and it took them three hours to cut her out of the car. I'll tell you what happened to me the other day. Uh, well, it was it's more than the other day. It's yeah. probably about a, a couple months back, right? So I just had got the Dodge. It hadn't been long, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I work up there in Calera, mm-hmm. right? So the the police come down here and they're like, Hey, you know, we got your truck on video hitting somebody. I mm-hmm. said, what do you mean? Hitting somebody? I said, yeah. I said, the guy's in the intensive care. I said, well, buddy, it wasn't me. He said, well, uh, do you got a white dually pulling a black trailer? I said, I said, yeah. I said, does it pull a Kubota tractor, which <laughs> I have in my yard. <laughs> the only thing that saved me is the Kubota tractor that he had was a, was a zero turn. 
Mine was the Kubota right there, which I just pulled my Kubota down there to the uh, place to get worked on in Jasper, right? But I but I took it down to Calera, and then on my way through, I was coming back, right? So they was like, "Oh well, you know, we got you on 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 tape that you was down here on this day." So I go look back at my timesheets. The reason why I make my guy sign in and out every yeah, day because yeah. it saved my ass using that timesheet. So whenever I did that, I was like, hey, we want him at work on, on a Saturday. He said, well, that, we got your truck. We got your tag. I said, no, no, no. From this accident, did you pull my tag off of this specific spot in that time? So no, it was the day prior. I said, because I was down there the day prior yeah. with my truck, with my trailer, with my tractor on there before we went to went to Jasper. I said, I said but here's the other thing is we had just loaded my truck up to get it, to haul it up there to Mark Campbell's, and I took a picture of it that freaking morning on my way over there Saturday at 1 o'clock, and this supposedly happened at 2. Oh, man. So I got lucky that I took a picture inside my truck where it showed part of the shop, and it showed my truck Mm -hmm. on the back of my trailer going to Mark's that day. Otherwise, I would be sitting in jail for attempted murder. Wow. They come up here. They come up here and now he was like he was like look I I can't say that it was you but we think that it was we don't even know if you done it on purpose mm-hmm. but the bottom line is somebody's in the hospital about to die so I was like you know yeah, I, I thought awful, back buddy, everything he? I was like man I don't even remember seeing somebody on the side of the road if I hit somebody I'm gonna know that I hit somebody yeah. you know but apparently the trailer had clipped the guy knocked him off in the culvert or knocked him off in a ditch or something. And he and he uh, like they didn't find him for a while or something, is what it was. And I was like, I was like, well, thank God it wasn't me because I had to. I, I mean, I they really wouldn't like pressing me like it was me that yeah. they was doing it, but they had to run the lead down, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I couldn't have proved with my timesheets and the picture of my truck that I took that very next day on my way to Mark Campbell's, which which he Mark would have verified it that I dropped the truck off there, if I hadn't have done that. I could be sitting in jail right now for attempted murder. Guilty so, until proven innocent. Anything can happen to anybody oh, yeah. at any yeah. time. And that's the thing is like, you know, it, you know, I just thank God that I did some things that just led it to keep me from doing it. You know, yeah. about ready to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. We're at one twenty now. Yeah. So you going to ask him the question? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So if, uh, Hollywood come to you, Marcus, and said, "Hey, Marcus, I'm gonna make a movie of your, your life. Who would you approve to act? Who would be the actor that plays you? Denzel who would you want? Oh, who would yeah, you yeah. want? Like, who would you want? Who would you think would be a good fit, like, Denzel, to play you, Denzel Washington? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'll only do it if this person plays me. Yeah. Oh." Like it can be any your movie, yeah, yeah. a movie Who's about, your life? Your, about your, your life, your character. Movie. Who is going to play you? Who do you think would be the best fit to play Marcus if Hollywood wrote a story about your life? And it could be alive or dead. Yep, doesn't matter. Denzel Washington. Yeah, we go with that. <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> Shoot, I was thinking about a Morgan Freeman because he kind of has a you know, you know, he has that voice of Morgan. Yeah, Freeman, he does. You know? Yeah, he does. Kind of got you know, that. Everybody gonna tell me T.D. Jakes because yeah. they, they yeah. catch me out. They be like, "Son, you T.D. Jakes?" I'm like, "No, ma'am." I <laughs> they be like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." That would be a 
a lot of people mistake me for that. And my nickname used to be Big Papa because that rapper, everybody. I love it when you call yeah, me Big Papa. Yeah, everybody when we was in the mall and stuff, they'd be like, man. The Biggie Smalls? Yeah, they'd be like, Biggie that, Smalls. <laughs> like, no. They mistake me for him too. There you go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd be more like a Tyler Childers without a wig or something. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Tyler Childers is? I have is? no idea who Tyler Childers I have no idea. I don't know who Tyler Childers mm-hmm. is. Is he an actor? No. Yeah. He's a singer. Look him up. Ah, my phone's being used. <laughs> Tyler Childers, look him up. Do I look like him? Yep. Oh. But without hair. Ah. I was I was told I look like Kenny Chesney, but I don't know. <laughs> what, I was, what's that what's that other dude's name? He's kinda like a ginger dude, you know, he's very famous. Why I gotta be ginger? Is it this <laughs> guy that that's uh he make a lot of TikTok commercials? You talking about? I, I have no idea. Uh, Ed, uh, what is it? Ed something? Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran? Oh, Ed Sheeran? Yeah, that's Shireen. who I was thinking. I can Ed sing Shireen. like that guy. But I think you're thinking about uh, um, hey, Bill. Uh, the uh, Ginger Billy. Ginger Billy. Yeah, yeah. Ginger, yeah. Billy. Ginger Billy. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shout out Ginger Billy, man. We hope to get you on here. I mean, I got, the, I got my beard can compete with his. I don't know about anything else, dude. Man, could you imagine how funny that would be to have Ginger Billy on my podcast? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my lord, uh, that dude's something else. Well, he hadn't met all the credentials yet. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a lot to he's got a lot to make. Yeah. I don't know what those credentials are, but okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, he still got a lot of stuff he's got to do in his life before he's yeah, like, before he before he can reach level, our level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like you know, I yeah. mean, we've all reached that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, yeah. Ginger, there, there's there's a very specific <laughs> or know, catfish coolie. You know, yeah, like he's almost there. He's yeah. almost <laughs> he's almost there. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to you got to go through a strategic a lot of stuff to be able to be on this podcast. I mean, you got to jump through hoops, sign paperwork. Yeah, you know, I mean, we non-disclosure did agreements. We did turn down Logan Paul. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, nah, <laughs> man, Logan you know, Paul. We, <laughs> yeah, we ain't. Nah, we ain't going there. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, but you know, it was cool. You know, Joe Rogan did talk to us. You know, at one time about you know doing something with us, but we was just like, you know, uh, Joe, you, you yeah, got to carry your own path. And then he wound up, and he's a millionaire. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to carry. We don't want to carry him on sho- our shoulders. You yeah, know? you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Uh, we showed him how to do podcasts. That's, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he come to us one day and said, "Hey, I, I, I'm interested in doing this. How do I go about doing it?" Yeah, and, and we kind of laid it out for him, and he kind of took off. I didn't stuff. think he would really make that kind of money on it, but by God, he did. You yeah, know, man. I was just like, "Dude, just give me like point oh five percent, you know, or something," and he ain't giving me crap, man. Well, man, we thank you for uh, right. we thank you for coming on. Right. You want to shout out your social medias, get telling people how to get in touch with you. you know? Yeah, yes, sir. If, if, if y'all want to reach out, you uh, you can look up. You got to look auto detailing in Hayton, or I got a Facebook page. You got to look auto detailing. If you in the Hayton area, if you Google, you got to look auto detailing and to pull us up. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can look my Facebook page up, Marcus Bradford. Uh, my number's on there. If, if anybody interested, my number is 205-757-6708. Or get in touch with these guys. I got my number. Uh, come visit us. If y'all familiar with uh, Dodge City Exit 299, uh, if you go by the Petro, uh, about a quarter of a mile down the road, there's an S&S Foods grocery store mm-hmm. right across from it. I'm in the old. Uh, oh, so you're not far off the interstate. No, right there. You you're familiar with the 
Yeah. Dodge City Collision. Mm-hmm. That's the bill I'm in. Dodge okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Money, I guess. No, yeah. Joe Dollar. Joe, Joe Dollar. Dollar. <laughs> Joe Dollar. That's it. And uh, we in there, and we also here in Hayton, Alabama, right off of exit 289, uh, Stucky's exit um, near Rickwood Cavern. So, y'all got anything need cleaned up or anything you want us to look at? Just give me a holler. All right. Uh, well, even if you're anywhere, just, just actually hit – Oh, Marcus up, and, yeah. you know, I mean, set right. it up one day, drop your car off to him, he'll do you a good job. That's right, That's man. Like, that. look, I've took several vehicles to him, several, you know, so he's always done me good, man. I mean, I if I got to say I'm going to recommend him, I'm going to give him a 10 out of 10, guys, y'all. He does a great job. I promise you, you're not going to be disappointed. Steven is exceptional at his job, really, really does. They both care about what they do, so – Y'all need to go check them out dead for real, man, because they are awesome at their job. You've got to look auto detailing on Facebook. All right. Thank you, fellas. And yeah. oh, Marcus, he's good people, too. Yep. He, he is, is good people. Real good, good people. people. And uh, you can uh, check us out on the Off Kilter podcast on Facebook, and you can listen to us on all, anywhere you listen to podcasts Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. We're everywhere. So. And just. Make sure that you give us a like, follow, and a review. A review helps us out tremendously. And uh, uh, any any type of review helps us out. It don't right. matter if it's good or bad. If you don't like us, let us know. Yeah, if you do like us, fine. yeah, like you know, any, anything, man. Just give us a, give us a review. Give us a heads up. Our views have took off from nothing to something now, right. and we're gonna keep running until it does it. And you know, I mean, eventually we're gonna, we're gonna be on YouTube. We're working on that right now. Yep, that's our that's our next go. Is uh, we're gonna start doing it, and we love bringing on guests and uh, you know people who can bring something to the community. You know, we love talking about our community. So, well, Marcus, I really appreciated your company. Thanks, Had man. a good time Thanks, talking man. with you, and uh, y'all be sure to catch us next week whenever we finally release Shorty's. Fake pigs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>